0: Happy, happy Friday, Fresco babies. How are we doing? I think some of you are maybe questioning what this title means, and I'm here to explain it to you. Uh, Wanna be and I have had an incredible time making this podcast. Unfortunately, We've both gotten really busy in our lives in order to make the next step for exciting things to happen, which you'll hear about in this episode. And what that means is we got to step back from the interdimensional bedroom for a while. Now, what's the benefit of the interdimensional bedroom is that time does not exist here. So, in a few months three, four, five no matter how long it takes us to get back to it, we're going to go live our lives and we're going to come back. And we're going to be different people again, but we're going to be the same people all uh, at the same time. And uh, I'm excited for my friend and his new adventures. I'm excited for my new adventures. But at this time, it's just the right, it's the right time. So if this is your first time, fifth time, sixth time, seventh time, this is like our 40th episode. If it's your 40th week with us, man, do I appreciate you being here. You know, this project started as a practice of consistency for me. That's something that Fresco does not do well with his consistency. I'm kind of like a stop and go, rabbit person, um, and so learning routine while having an episode every week. It, it's been it's been a wild ride, and I just gotta say, if you were there for with us, I mean, I, I'm so grateful to have this snapshot of my life, this mid-pandemic snapshot of my life, where I got to talk about all the things that I wonder about quietly with one of my good friends, Wanna Be, and uh, you know. I don't know what else to say. Here's what I will say. Every week, the intro is two minutes and 17 seconds. The first week we did the podcast, I arbitrarily chose that number for the introduction. Now, every time I pick two minutes and 17 seconds, it picks an arbitrary next, more accurate number, and that number this week was 874. If you follow spirit numbers at all, 874 means you're accomplishing good balance in your life. So, everybody, have a great weekend. Fresco out. We'll see you next time. There's a secret at the, end of the episode. Baby, how are you doing? Dude, how are you doing? A little delay. A little delay there.
1: Did you have a robot voice just say,
0: recording in progress? Uh, yeah, I think that's new. Okay. I think that's new. It's never happened before, and I've done it the same way for almost a year now. Okay. So, yeah.
1: Perfect. I think we should be good to go.
0: So now uh, you have consent. Now, now you understand the consent. <laughs> also, where I live, it is... You only need half the caller's consent to record a call. It's a fun fun fact. Some states are dual consent. That's why if you call customer service line, some of them are like, your call is being recorded by it to make our process better. But in my state, uh, I don't know if there's other states like my state, if I am a caller and I decide I want to record it, I don't need your consent. I can just record it.
1: That's super interesting. Cause I always thought that that was like a warning to you as like, Hey, don't be a dumbass or don't like try to prank call these people. Cause we're oh, recording. It's
0: a legal, it's a legal thing. Ah, uh, that makes much more sense. Yep. Yeah. Both parties okay. need to know in some States, but Fantastic. let's get on to the news of the day. I'm not ready for it, man. This is the last podcast before summer. Uh, and then we're not doing it in the summer. Uh, this is, it's uh, all happening so fast. want to be so many changes. want to be in my life. Are, it, there's a lot going on. Um, I, to quote you at one point, if we can't figure out an hour a week to do the podcast, I don't want to live that life, <laughs> but, um, I think it's the right time to just take, take a step back and then come back even stronger when you're a professional ice cream server.
1: Yeah, I agree, man. I couldn't, I couldn't be in more greens. Um, yeah, so I am moving. Yeah. You're, you're, I'm moving, dude. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm in my old room that I grew up in You're
0: cleaning out. Isn't it weird? You're cleaning out your life.
1: (sighs) I didn't see. I can't even like talk right now. I don't know what's going on, but, uh, my parents moved houses. I'm in the basement and it's a new environment. I think it's throwing me off, but I'm going to get, I'm going to get into it.
0: When I'm drinking did your parents a move.
1: They moved after I like a couple of years into college. They switched that's houses, t- but that's
0: rough. You know what? I'm sorry. That's rough. <sighs> super rough, man. And you never, you never got to go home.
1: Yeah. I never, yeah. I had to like say goodbye to my childhood house. And yeah, so I'm in the basement that's really of the rough. new yeah, house where,
0: where they keep the laundry machines.
1: Yeah in my you know. bed it, dude exactly And my bedroom has been turned into this like storage place now because my brother just graduated college mm. and uh and i'm just it's there's no vibes it's the wrong no vibe. vibes
0: no vibes but, no nostalgia vibes
1: exactly but if this podcast episode has one theme it is that adjusting to change is ultimately a good thing
0: yeah uh as as maybe this has not been announced i'm moving to nashville in the fall dude you uh,
1: are for sure
0: yeah for sure see i don't know if you told me that yeah okay well yes <laughs> all right man dude, i know so... I, I told you it was an idea but it's then i like wishy-washy on it and now it's like i had a great You country's... didn't wishy-washy man you you full-on canceled it yeah that's what i'm saying but you know if you if you sp- like, if you if you look at it from a broad sense, it's wishy washy, but that's the way I, I'm. Sure, all, yeah, you're I'm like a politician. Guns. Yeah, <laughs> that's the goal. Um, this is this podcast will be why I can't run for president in 2044 <laughs> because some intern, right? Exactly. Some intern we'll for the you. wig party is going to find this and dox me. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you like my wig party joke?
1: <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. Thank
0: you. Thank you. <sighs> but yeah, I, I had a great conversation with my friend just about what, what do I want out of life? And the answer is more. Um, okay. And here's the thing to be a better person, a better writer, um, someone who has more ideas, I have to essentially get out there and get uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, and I have a, I have this very dark fear in my bones that I'm going to, blink and wake up and i'm 60 and nothing's Mm -hmm. changed Mm -hmm. and that's how it happens if you talk to 60 year olds uh like when you're looking in reverse life goes really fast and so i need to have more experiences i essentially i need to like put myself through the meat grinder to be a better artist
1: dude it's really funny you said 60 because my dad yesterday was my dad's last day of work ever he's retiring
0: Nice.
1: I'm sorry. He's retired. We just had mimosas to celebrate, and um, it's it is interesting. And I think my dad is like older than most of my friends' parents. I think having that has made me, and then yeah. So seeing that, and then you know I've got the move to Colorado coming up, and it's it's that yeah. There's a lot of feelings going on, but it feels good to feel something again. You know.
0: You're exactly right it's been one thing that's been weird is now that everybody's starting to come back together, you know, and you're seeing people, I know you kind of were just out there doing whatever, but, um, (laughs) sorry, you were fine. You did, you did your best. Um, Oh, you mean
1: with the, yeah, man, we, (laughs) after about two months with the pandemic, it was like, okay.
0: You wore a mask. It's fine. You wore a mask.
1: mask. I love going out to eat, man.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not ashamed.
0: So for me, I spent a year in solitude, absolute, like desolation. Right. And, um, it's weird now because you get together with a group of friends and you know them very well, but you've all had this secret year and you've all changed because of it. And so like, it's been really weird finding new boundaries, like, like, I have new boundaries than I did a year ago. Like I'm not putting up with the same things I would have put up with. Neither are my friends. Like, and it's not just negative things. It's like my interests have changed. Like I'm, I'm a different person. Absolutely. Like yeah. a lot changed in one year and like all our mental health is like fucking radical. Like people are so like, we're coming off this huge anxiety spike as a, as like a society, where we were Mm -hmm. scared of other people mad at them just for what they were wearing. Everyone wore their beliefs on them, you know? And so it's been so nice. It's been so nice to return to kindness. And, uh, I don't, you know, I was triggered like if you didn't like, cause I worked customer service or like I worked at a coffee shop. So like, Uh, My part of my job and part of my day, a lot of my day was like telling people they had to wear a mask. And so like I grew like I'm like, I I hate these people, you know, like I don't like these people. Who are they? Well, who do they think they are? And it's so nice now. I don't really care because like all that stuff's like better now. I don't have my initial thought on somebody doesn't have to be like I either like them or dislike them. It's so refreshing. Mm -hmm. So, so much more calm.
1: Yeah. That's, that's a very good point, man. And yeah, I wasn't ever going to talk about this on the podcast, but now that my time of employment is up since I can probably reveal the fact that I've been teaching middle school for this year. Yeah. Um, and so I totally feel you with uh, well, what's really interesting about being a teacher is that you have to ride that line of, well, we can't really be openly political. And with this yep. year being so, politicized how do you even <laughs> yeah so even asking the students to put their masks on their face then becomes a it's uh, political a politicized because statement, it was right?
0: politicized yeah.
1: yeah 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 and so luckily we can we can just blame the school district and say look these are the school rules it's not a personal thing but you know it's like all these schools then all are, are seen as these democratic hubs or something yeah, like that these, like these like Liberal hubs, kind of not as bad uh, as a college, but because it's a middle school. But it is yeah. interesting,
0: man. <laughs> this it's middle school is a liberal hub.
1: <laughs> no, and that's it. Yeah, right. It's
0: ridiculous to say, but yeah, that's But I'm sure parents good. were sending emails like that.
1: Yeah, man. Um, it's uh, it's pretty weird. People are paranoid, and rightly so. And um, on both sides, people are paranoid, and it's a weird. There's that weird tension. But now I think what you're getting at is like this tension is slowly easing like yeah. the valve is being released and there's the
2: yeah a yeah. little
1: bit of the release attention there and i'm excited for it and we're both going to be experiencing that in a brand new place and that's going to be awesome
0: yeah i'm excited to have one last summer here because yeah. this is a great place in the summer
1: absolutely you know, man with
0: the live music and just there's just a great place like the city has done a lot of work to like have culturally vibrant summers because yeah. you know so excited i'm working a new warehouse job my manager is essentially a cigarette with a brain uh, <laughs> he <laughs> in my interview i love that like, he's like i run a pretty kickback operation here you can listen to headphones no dress code i'm like hell yeah uh he smokes cigarettes in his office all day so he's pretty chill he's Sounds pretty fantastic chill. man uh yeah we'll see it'll it'll probably kill my soul in a different way i'm just so done with customers and serving people yeah um and i wanted more money and i wanted weekends off
1: yeah dude that's gonna be fantastic for you
0: but that's why it's like i'm to get this last push of like little money collection before i go it's like i don't have time to do i only have time to like make money and see people i love you know
1: you've just got to bump and grind a little bit for a while and that, if that means taking there a pause. There ain't
0: and... nothing wrong with the little bump and grind. Yeah, exactly, man. Is that no, R. I Kelly? Can great. we not sing R. Kelly songs?
1: Is that R. Kelly? I don't know. I, I'm not familiar with it, with the song, but um, I liked what you were doing. But there you're with
0: familiar it. with the phrase bump and grind.
1: Bump and grind, yes. Yeah. yeah. That one. <laughs> that sounded like country, what you did with it. A little country spin I don't on
0: it. No, that was actually R&B.
1: Oh, Okay. Possibly R. Kelly.
0: Possibly, Possibly R. Kelly. It might be R. Kelly. Uh All right, so we're, Well, we're gonna retract that. We're gonna retract can, that.
1: Can you be held accountable if you don't know the artist for sure? You can't be. It's you, know what? You, such can't be. Song.
0: you can't. It's too catchy. It's too catchy.
1: Yeah, dude. Um Yeah, I I don't know. Should we do you have like final thoughts? It's not final thoughts. We're being dramatic, but like
0: I that's but I mean this show is soaked in melodrama.
1: Yeah, we yeah. It, it it really is. Yeah, I think having the months off. Yeah, but well, how great it will
0: be to like, we'll live our lives and we'll have so much more to talk about. To
1: catch up, exactly. I'm actually really, really excited about that part.
0: Yeah. Maybe I'll Dude, come this... visit you and we'll do it live. It'll be great.
1: Yeah, that would be fantastic. This podcast was really cool. And thank you for this experience because I really think everyone should do this. Like find everyone a friend a and just do this. Yes. Yeah, it would be. It's. I feel good after we talk, you know, man.
0: Well, it's, and we've talked about this before, it is one of the only times in your life, it depends on the people, of course, but it's one of the only times in your life you can have an actual conversation with somebody without any distractions. or so, or and they're, yeah. and they're listening, not just to, um, you know, sometimes when you're in a big group of people, like sometimes you're just like listening to respond because there's a lot going on, but this is like actual conversation, it's actual discourse. This is like this is the yeah. last holdout of human conversation is podcasting and it's Yeah. Everyone says the podcast thing is over. I think it's only going to get bigger. I think everyone's going to have a podcast. In fact, to get yeah, dystopian about it, I think I think that like the working force is going to have to start like live streaming their lives for money because we're going to run out of jobs. <laughs> yeah. So like yeah, I agree. someone who would be a waitress before is now going to have to start making content to survive, you know, niche content.
1: It it is interesting with, with TikTok and you'll see those videos on TikTok. Like a lot of people love seeing the blue collar jobs just get filmed. Like, have you seen the factory work?
0: I've watched YouTube videos of just like, uh, like a shift at subway, my opening shift at subway. And it's just like, he just, it's just a vlog. And I mean, it's kind of, it kind of strokes my curiosity bug because yeah. it's like he's like now first you make the breads and he goes through how he makes the breads and he's like then then you get the you get to prep the meats and the veggies and and like he shows all the containers they come in and how it works and he shows like it's just interesting it, it's interesting and it mm-hmm. has millions of views i'm not the only one who's like yeah. interested in this stuff yeah. i haven't seen the blue collar ones so uh, like, on like TikTok. factory work
1: but, now on TikTok, there'll be these really rough, like um, a lot of like these physical labor jobs that are yeah. very systematic. So these dudes are like, I don't know, pulling a big pipe the same way and then they'll twist another thing around it. Terrible explanation. But yeah. like uh, or like uh, chains, chains being made. You have to have the metal come through really hot and then you um, twist it and you yeah. link the chains together. And those videos get a ton of views because they're really mesmerizing to watch because it's repeated motions and it's yeah. like really hot metal usually and Well, I'll tell they you do what. do really well.
0: I've always been interested in the mass production of things. Yeah, uh, dude. Mr. Rogers would have set a segment where you'd go and like here's how they make Legos and they'd go mm-hmm. and like the, they'd take a crew to the factory. It's like how it's made but it was kids version before how it's yeah, Made. Yeah, I was going to say how it's made. Dude, was how huge. it's made is so sick. Uh I used to I used to watch that in like middle school, early high school all the time. Yeah. And it's just, it's honestly therapeutic. It's just like seeing like how they make a skateboard and you're like, Oh, sick. That's so cool. How they press the wood and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: the more mundane the product, the cooler it is because you never would have thought so much would go into making like a bar of soap or like a clothes hanger
0: you know dude, my favorite one was the crayola crayon factory because it yeah has the, that you was get, you get the yes. color element
1: dude yes Woo! absolutely absolutely
0: god that was good you know you know who else liked to see things done in mass production who's that adolf hitler and this is not a joke <laughs> he he would have hitler youths like fill a stadium and do choreographed dances he loved that shit
1: really he would have well, loved how it's made. he he yeah <laughs> hitler liked. <laughs> he, he just liked unity people grandiose grandiose unity unity. and that's really what how it's made is i mean that's mass production of anything that's so funny dude yeah just hitler so what so hitler loved how it's made what would karl marx have been into he would have loved like hunger games hunger games well like the i feel like he would have been all about these doc the the like planet earth documentaries you know I don't know a lot about
0: Karl Marx, man. I'll be honest with you.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm just thinking, like, what's the opposite of of how it's made? You know what I mean?
0: Well, yeah. How it's made is, like, the beauty of capitalism.
1: Exactly. So what would be the opposite of watching mundane things be produced over and over again?
0: Probably, like, Planet Earth. Chaos. Something that's random. Yeah. Planet Earth. yeah. Yeah. But Planet Earth. You know, Planet Earth isn't, like, totally filmed in in the world right
1: uh what do you mean
0: so like the i hate to break this to you but like some things Uh are filmed in studio with Uh, green screen of actual footage they also took
1: it's like artificially created
0: it some of it's artificially created yes so like for example like if you don't believe it they do do like they do like time lapse of like plants growing and stuff yeah, that's just like that's done in a controlled environment in the studio, and then they'll go out in into the jungle and like film a background, but it's not the actual plant growing. Yes, I know, no,
1: dude. No, some guy goes out, by and himself sits there for 40 days, sits there for <laughs> <laughs> a year and a half, and he takes yeah. a lot of pictures and videos, and that's how this show is made. And some that, of it there's... is
0: made like that, but it's, but a lot of it. A lot of the really amazing stuff, it, once you start looking for it, you start to see it. I, I don't believe
1: it. I don't believe you. Okay, it's I, fine. I feel
0: like I just told you Santa <laughs> isn't real, uh, and so I'm gonna leave it at that. And you can, fi- if you want to delve deeper, you can.
1: I'm gonna do everything to get you canceled after the show. <laughs>
0: it's not gonna be hard we talked about hitler's liking yeah, how it's right. made i just right. i just canceled i just canceled planet earth for you
1: yeah dude that's Who's awful, gonna narrate it, things
0: after david attenborough's gone i don't know man
1: is that the like, dude who, who does how it's made or is that the, he does planet earth
0: he's the british guy who does planet earth also but the original american broadcast of planet earth i think people forget about this oprah winfrey narrated it
1: oh shit i yeah i did but, like
0: all that. The, but all the like dvd like you could choose on the dvds and i'm Wherever Netflix, I think it's Netflix is streaming Planet Earth. That's all. That's all David Attenborough. But he he's been doing that for Uh, so long. He's got that old guy, Michael Caine voice
1: for sure, dude. Hopefully by the time he dies, they'll just be able to like recreate and make it sound like he's saying it. You know, they'll just have enough sound clips Uh, of his voice,
0: like AI. I don't know how I feel about that.
1: But think about how many sound bites they have. They'll have plenty if they can recreate Paul Walker, and Tupac. They'll be able to recreate his voice, don't you think?
0: Yeah, but are we then missing out on the next David Attenborough?
1: Yes. Yeah, that's a good point. Here's what I want to know. Who is the guy who narrates how it's made? Because that guy needs to get a pay raise. That guy doesn't get enough credit.
0: Let's check it out. Who Then the crayons
1: crayons are lifted through a conveyor belt. The conveyor belt takes them over to the station. Brooks Turner Moore. Yeah, that guy needs a fucking raise, man.
0: I need to see it. I need to see a picture. Crams are looking sent to a shoot. He looks just like you would think. (laughs) Oh my god! I gotta get this pic for you. I'm sending you a picture.
1: It's probably the most. It's probably the most plain, uninteresting voice, and it just works so.
0: I'm gonna say, what do you think he looks like before I said this to you? Like.
1: Um, okay, like golden hair, like his hair is like golden, like it's not really blonde, because that would be too youthful. So it's kind of like old and shitty, like an old dog. And I would say he's got glasses and he's probably got, t- I, th- I see tan skin. I see him wearing a, a button up t-shirt and um, it's like, it's like gross stripes or something like that. And um, I see him wearing jeans with that button up t-shirt.
0: All right. We live in a simulation. Was it perfect? I just, I just sent it to you. All
1: right, okay. That's really funny, man. The crayons are then sent to the sorting area to be sorted into the box.
0: Once the... Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get the pick? Yeah, let's pull it up. Let's pull it up. <laughs> <laughs> you were pretty spot on.
1: Holy crap, dude, yeah. Yeah, oh, you're no,
0: pretty... He does have gray
1: hair. I was hoping... Yeah, like but a... it
0: does... Yep, but it wa- I think it was blonde. <laughs>
1: That is so funny. But you're right. The he's just a mundane
0: he's just a mundane average guy.
1: Yep.
0: Who <laughs> I, dude, <laughs> this that's guy exa- can make it, I can make it.
1: That's the exactly the um like stature, like his body shape and size is exactly yeah. how Not I Yeah, Not a it in huge
0: guy, but he definitely <laughs> like does he definitely sits for his job, you know? Yep.
1: Yep. Yeah. And the glasses. I mean, yes. And like he's, something he's that would stout. be too something that would be too exciting would would stress him out and he'd probably he probably sweats easily that's how i see it
0: (laughs) i think he does sweat easily let's google it does brooks more sweat easily sometimes you just gotta google exactly what you're looking for sweating easily uh Either I didn't really pull up anything on it, so we'll have that'll be we'll have to wonder that one. Sometimes Google doesn't have everything.
1: I'm pretty, I'm fairly confident, but okay. So Matt, I mean, Fresco, oh wait, what?
0: public speaking still gives me nervous sweats. Oh my god! Quote from Books More in 2019. <laughs> he sweats easily.
1: Simulation is real, man
0: simulation is so we actually created his sweat problem on this podcast but because time is not linear it's always existed
1: oh i love that um dude i got a question though when was our first podcast recorded was it in september or was it in august
0: i believe i can tell you when it was um well do you want to know when it was recorded or when it was released
1: when we recorded the first episode,
0: well, the first episode we chalked.
1: We we yeah, that's right. Rightfully so. Luckily, Rightfully we did that.
0: So you always delete the first episode. Um, let me see here. You know, I don't even have it because it's on a hard drive. Okay. I only have things saved back to January, but I can tell you that's... when. Um, I can tell you when it came out. Okay. It was a few weeks before that, though. You know, because we we yep. banked like three episodes. Back when we had a bank. This is good content. This is good dead air. Good, good content. This is really good dead air. I think it was, was it like early September? It was September 8th, I think.
1: Okay. Because I just need to mention that when, when we started this podcast...
0: September 24th.
1: I, okay. So we probably uh, recorded it.
0: On September. I think it was September 8th. For some reason, okay. that, that's in my head.
1: Okay. When we started this podcast, I was alone. I had no college degree. I was being told that I was I should switch my college major. Yeah. After going to school for five years, and I, was, I needed a student teaching placement. And my advisor asked 15 English teachers in the area, and then some principals, and everybody said no, because no one would want to pick up a student teacher who already failed the first attempt in the middle or oh, the pandem- tail end of a pandemic. Yeah. And that is what I had. I had nothing. I was working at a group home, and but I... you liked. I remember you telling liked. me you liked. I did like, I did like. You were but-
0: smoking cigarettes.
1: I was doing that. I'm not even going to say that out loud because I don't want my dad to hear it.
0: Yeah. I was dreaming in your regularly. headphones, baby. That's right. That's
1: right. Uh, that was happening every day and I was miserable and I after 9 months I now have a degree, a job and am going to be moving to a new state. And I never And thought switching that way.
0: career career paths to Ice Cream Man, though. Let's, yeah, let's not switching. You, you did take their advice. You did take their advice. Temporarily. Yeah.
1: That's super funny. But yeah, I uh, I can't believe how much has changed since that first episode. And it's really crazy to think that we've actually done this every single week since then. It's
0: wild. It was a uh, it was a project of it was a practice of consistency that that was the whole thing for me because that's, yeah. that's my weakness is consistency and yeah now and I have, mine too and now I have and we saw- to have three well I, we're three podcasts now I'm gonna have two podcasts but yeah. one of them one one of them is month once, once a month and one of them is uh, every week still but that's okay. why, but that's why I was like interdimensional bedroom because time is an illusion. Yes, this is the one I yes. think that we can, time is not well, an illusion in those podcasts. Right, this right, one, right. This one though, it is an illusion. We understand that. And I think just the nature of what this is, we need to go out and get inspired to come back and have different opinions. I might be I a Republican agree. in three months. Yeah, dude, I Red like State. that a lot.
1: It's very, um, it's very postmodern of you, and I appreciate that. Um, Wait, I think what's you're, post-modern,
0: I think you're, post-modern, postmodern? I don't
1: exactly know. Um, but postmodernism, I mean, depending on who you ask is just sort of a, um, it is a rejection of all metanarratives. So a a metanarrative, yeah, like you, like what you just said, like I might be a Republican in three months that I guess it's kind of a generalization or a kind of a weak use of it, but like, that's sort of like what postmodernism is
0: Trump 2024,
1: that things can just, are always subject to change, essentially.
0: Yeah, absolutely, they are. And I, I sorry, I tr- if I trigger anybody in the audience, I'm not going to vote for Trump because he's not gonna he's not gonna run. He's just scaring us.
1: I did see um, Candace Owens post about that that she interviewed with Trump, and he said that he would be running for twenty in 2024. But I just don't think that.
0: It's he said he I won the election enough. until the day he left the White House. So. Yeah, that's his. True. That's his true. brand. That's his brand, dude. He's like, that's yeah, the thing with that's like, very true. You know, even the smallest of candidates speaks like, "When I'm president," because you can't. Yeah, the people aren't going to follow somebody who goes, mm, "I don't know, I haven't figured it out yet." <laughs> you know, no one's going to get well, behind that. No one rallies behind a, a wishwash. Yeah, that's true. That's so, true. So. And Trump's bravado is like what got him elected. So he may say that he thinks he can do better work as CEO of his new media company that promotes free speech, you know, and, and people will get behind that, you know, that's what I think his move is. I think he's going to create like a media company like Fox news or something like that. That's what I think he's going for.
1: That could really work well for him. I feel like he could really pull. It's a
0: lot of money. He's got the audience for it. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah there's, the a, need, there's a need for it uh, yeah.
0: as far as he's concerned, you know,
1: hmm.
0: I think what, it's yeah, super interesting. I think what you find though, like when you make, because I think that he'll try to brand it with, so I think he'll try to make a social media entertainment kind of elaborate. kind of like how Facebook hmm. does with their videos, mm-hmm. but it'll be like a YouTube social media hub, like it's like Reddit kind of, I think it'll be like that, but it will be like, mm-hmm. you can say whatever you want. And I think what they'll find is that there's a lot of people who, f- who have felt silenced their entire life who don't share their same opinions. Uh, yeah. Crazier people. Right. And they're going to have to still silence people. And then they're just going to become the new version of what they hated. Because
2: yeah. That's
1: hilarious. There's crazy yeah, because- shit out there. There's crazy yeah. shit. There's ju- there are just people who lack um, any ability to like filter through bad ideas or sift through things that truly don't make sense
0: well what is what is the concept it's a it's a it's a philosophy it's a psychology concept not philosophy um god it's right on the tip of my tongue anyway this is part of it actually if you're dumb like if you're bad at something you don't have the ability to know you're bad at something oh okay you Interesting. If, if you're if you're dumb if if you I'll use music as an example. Like a yeah. bad band doesn't know they're bad right, because right, to right. know they were bad would make them better.
1: Yeah. Okay. You know, that and makes having, a lot of sense.
0: And so like those people is like, they really believe that stuff. Yeah. I also think that the government may stage an alien uh, invasion as a way to introduce technology they've had and been, have been studying for years but would radically change the world economy if released. So a way to incept that technology into our culture and world and create new world order and one world government is through um, staging some type of alien invasion.
1: Hmm. Do you think it's, yeah, that's fascinating, man. Do you think it's very strange how casually we've been kind of getting word of these alien June 1st is coming.
0: June 1st is coming. June 1st, depending June June on has to release everything they have on aliens in a big report. And
1: most people seem to be, this is like, uh, like back burner stories, you know,
0: they're not like, yeah, it, it's, but it's because you have to, but they've been coming out consistently and slowly saying like, here's a new video. Here's a new video. Here's a new yeah. video. I just saw one where the UFO went underwater. Like it, it went like six of them went underwater. Wow, and yeah. you're like, okay, the oceans are majority of the oceans unexplored. They could have huge shit down there.
1: We don't. Even yeah, know about and it. the news stations are not like capitalizing on this stuff. Well, or, or well, but local but
0: local news stations are are controlled by, like, our local news station in our town is controlled by Gray Media. Who owns like 300 local news stations? Oh, Okay, and that's so how it, they're conglomerates, right? Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. they get all their news from the same places. They're told what to say. Like, yeah. I don't know, I don't know if you've seen this, but there's clips on YouTube of of people like stitching together,
1: yeah, I've like seen it.
0: announcements, and it's like the same shit for exactly everything. Like, it's the exact same wording. They just change the town name, like as you yeah. know, we're from Little Rock, and it's like it, it's dirt, it's dark, dark stuff. But the problem with the alien technology stuff is I don't know if it's alien technology or it's time travel, like future human technology or what's going on. But I don't know if you're into Bob Lazar at all, but like we definitely have technology and the Pentagon has said this straight up. They're like, we have technology that is not of this earth. They don't know what it is. They have no knowledge. It would be scary if it was China or something. So they're like, it can't be that because this is incredible technology. They just don't know what it is. They don't know how to study it. They don't know how to use it, but there's crazy stuff out there, but you can't just introduce that in a society.
2: Yeah, humans, right.
0: Humans are, we're dumb. We're prairie dogs, you know? So like, yeah. you can't just like, a majority of people are just like, working nine to five. They have, they poop out a few kids. They die. That's, <laughs> that's their life. And you can't just be like, uh, Tom, teleportation exists. They can't handle that. They're like, ah. So the way you do it is by creating these these small murmurs that are consistent, these ripples of extraordinary things might be real. And then when you start to trickle in that into people's, you accept that into people's realities that extraordinary things may be possible, things that they never knew existed could be possible. And you do that consistently. And over time, they get numb to it. And so then when something actually happens, but the thing is, if we found a way to transport ourselves without using fossil fuels, it would decimate the world economy. So you can't just introduce that overnight. You have to uh, make yeah. it. Okay. That's the, that's the reason. Right. Again, I'm sounding <clears throat> crazy. That's the reason for like a staged alien invasion. It's the mm-hmm. only way to unite the world against one thing. And then okay. it's like, Oh, we won. And now we have all this new technology or something like that. Something of those sorts. It's it's not that far fetched.
1: Yeah. That's really interesting too, and especially at this time after the chaos that happened in twenty twenty, everyone's a bit more wacky, willing, like ready yeah. for it.
0: You know, like yeah, absolutely adjusted. And some would say that that's part of the plan.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and whether it is or not, that is. I mean, everyone can agree that they're ready. They could like they'd be ready to. Um,
0: yeah, we're like uh, in we're like in the game. We're like in yeah, game mode. Yeah. You know, we're on
1: our we're on our, we're on our toes
0: yeah yeah people are like what's next just throw it at me life you know like we're ready for it
1: right now that's really interesting
0: yeah and And the only way because the only way to grow gdp is for things to move faster
2: yeah that's
0: what i've noticed through playing video games this is going to sound ridiculous I play battle royale video games. Everyone starts with nothing at the same level. And then you collect loot and better guns and more money and stuff to buy better things throughout the game span. But that is a reflection of the economy. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the game, you have like so much money. If you last to the end, it's so fast moving. And then you, you start eating up other players and gathering their things so your your gdp as a player goes way up because like as you get way bigger you start swallowing things that are smaller than you you know like your your meals become bigger and so hmm. the only way to grow the economy now is to we have we have to go faster we have to go faster yeah. and bigger and more expensive and people hmm. have to buy things on a whim that are more expensive it's like inflation but that's inevitable with an economy like capitalist right. economy yeah so, we need new technology that allows us to consume at a higher rate. And Hmm. I think any, but if there is some type of world power out there, they know that, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And they're just waiting or trying to figure out the best way to introduce that
0: that next thing. Oh man,
1: that's wild. Yeah. I do know on a bit different subject, like I I understand that like the housing market is really chaotic right now, like houses cost cost a lot of money because of, There's no supply. There's no supply.
0: Yeah, and they don't even really and they're like there's low house supply. Yeah,
1: and they don't know exactly why. Like there are theories that there are there's like a shortage of truckers to get lumber around the country, but that's just a theory. And that's like apparently wood. I know a a buddy that does woodworking, and he says usually a whatever slab of lumber (laughs) whatever he's working with would cause whatever would typically cost a dollar fifty now costs about seven dollars. That's insane, and that's nuts. That's that's
0: that's absolutely cars. Cars wild. are also in low supply. Um, oh, okay. so a lot of the a lot of the rental companies. Um, when the pandemic happened, a lot of the rental companies to stay alive liquidated their assets, which is their vehicles mm. on hand. They sold their vehicles for cheap to to mm. consumers. Right. Interesting. So now the world comes back and Hertz rent a car. Has to call Toyota and say, We need 250,000 Toyota Camrys. And Toyota goes, Hell yeah, baby, slap it on us. Yeah. You know, to repurchase their product to be able to rent right, cars. Right, 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 But that takes supply out of the chain, you know, because,
1: yeah. So, right. like,
0: and this, I'm actually quoting a TikTok, by the way. Uh, hmm. It was like a guy who owns a car dealership. He's like, We only, like, the price of the vehicles we have have gone, have skyrocketed. And we had the product that we have is like, he has like nine new vehicles, you know, like hmm. the, because the price has gone way up. He showed like a truck that normally would cost like 30 grand is up to like $60,000 because wow. they are such short supply. Wow. We'll we'll see ripples of this dude for years for a while. This yeah. year was wild. Yeah. And not just, yeah, not just product and supply demand economy ripples, but like emotional ripples through the world. Mm-hmm. We all experience this trauma. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah, I. Th- oh, it's so interesting. Cause yeah, as people get would back you, out,
0: do you think you would have moved if the pandemic didn't happen?
1: Um, dude, I don't know what would have happened if I, I would. I don't know
0: what I. I don't know what I've like. I'm a different person now.
1: Yeah, exactly. I don't know if I would have gotten my degree. I. Uh, so, uh, throughout college, I had to take classes that were dedicated to this test called the EdTPA. So I had mm-hmm. specific classes that I literally took. And that's took. just
0: like, that's like the bar exam, but teachers. Yeah,
1: thank you. It's, it's a big, it's like the bar exam for teachers, exactly. And yeah. it involves filming my my student teaching placement, filming myself and writing a giant paper on my performance. Yep. And because of COVID, that just got wiped out, which made my student teaching experience a bit easier because I could just focus on the teaching part and not the side thing, not going home and like preparing this big paper. It's already exhausting, uh, preparing your lessons and then to go home and have to like edit, you know, your day of teaching on a video camera and, yeah. and then write about it and have to hit all these standards throughout. And then you have to actually pass the thing. So the preparation, anyway, I, I had two college courses, but we're just focused on like learning how to do this correctly. And then Corona hit and they just got rid of it. They just got rid of it.
0: Do you think it'll so, come back?
1: I don't know. They there were complaints about it being a bit elitist because it costs like you had to pay three hundred dollars just to submit the test, which makes no mm. sense at all. It doesn't make I any don't...
0: sense. you already spent thousand dollars. Yeah, spend.
1: and and you know, with the uh, spike of the like awareness of the Black Lives Matter movement, it came that spike in like awareness of just uh, uh, how cause... elitist the system is. Yeah, and and, and yeah, so yeah. asking people to pay three hundred dollars uh, to take a test to submit a test during their student teaching placement where they're working full-time and not getting paid for it is a bit absurd when you look at it it like that it's terrible um so i don't think it come will come back and hopefully it won't um either way i truly can't even say i can't even guess if i would have what my life would have been like without the without the pandemic because of how drastically things changed you know yeah yeah. Just wild, man. I, I I am baffled by 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 now. How about you? What do you think you would have got made it to Nashville?
0: I don't know. I don't know, man. I I to think. I I hate to say this. I'm kind of grateful for the pandemic. Yeah, dude. Uh, well, I don't
1: think it's. I think that's the only way to go about it. You know.
0: It kind of put me on a ninety degree turn. You know. Yeah. And it's. I know that it was really bad for some, for some people, a lot of people lost their lives, but for me, I feel like I found mine. I found a version of myself through isolation that I, that is more like the, the things I liked about like the non insecure kid in me.
3: Yeah.
0: And I, I really appreciate that because I was on a one-way trip to to cynicism and now like I I just feel so much more full of every emotion, joy, Mm -hmm. sadness, you know, like it it feels like a good mix of everything. And uh, I don't know. It kind of just before the pandemic, I was saying to my friends, like there's not really rules. I think a lot of the rules that we have aren't really real. Like think mm-hmm. we've, we've, there are no rules. I kept saying that. And then pandemic happened and we found out that everything, everything we thought this world was can be destroyed in three days. Mm-hmm. Uh, every mm-hmm. single system put in place. They told us to stay home and they paid us for it.
2: Mm-hmm. That is unreal. Mm-hmm.
0: For six months, I didn't work. I got paid more than I did while working to stay home um, and, and, uh, get a drinking problem and that's just a weird (laughs) that's a weird situation but that like my life has forever changed and i think in a good way it gave me so much perspective whether you want to call it shadow work or or like fighting your inner demons or whatever religion you come from it's like we all need those experiences of darkness to come out on the other side with so much appreciation and gratitude like i go dude i go on these walks in my neighborhood and it I kind of feel like I'm tripping a little bit because I look at plants (laughs) and I like, I'm like, Hey, you're a good plant. And I look at trees and the bark and I'm like, I can see like the stress in the bark. And I see, I see that it's been changed from wind and stuff. And we've kind of talked about this, but it's like, I have this like newfound gratitude and appreciation for things that I don't think I had before. Mm And now I'm getting back together with people. It's like, I have more appreciation for people too. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Me too, man. I I came out of it, um, feeling a really good sense of being picky about people. Um, like
0: when I feel the same way. I also know, like, I protect my energy better. Yeah, like, I'm not exactly. like I know where I want to spend my time, and I don't. Yes. Um, and I don't take that for granted anymore. Like I don't. Yeah. I'm not just gonna put myself in a situation I don't want to be in.
1: Yeah, yeah. Before I was, uh, I was going to the bars a lot and like talking or spending a lot of time with people who I didn't. Dislike, but didn't really think we're great people. And yeah. now it's like, I know that if I don't want to go out, I'll just stay in. We did it for months, just stay and in. I'll just
0: tell people that I also, how great is it that yeah. I can be like, I'm feeling insecure and anxious? Like, we're also emotionally aware. Like, everyone's yeah. like yeah. woke emotionally now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, my brother can text me and be like, I feel depressed today. I don't think that would have happened if the pandemic, because we all became so aware of how we were feeling. Yeah. Just trying to keep up with our yeah, homeostasis, uh, and now it's become so yeah. normal to be like, "I'm having a really bad mental health day. I know it'll pass, but like, I just want to let you guys yeah. know. It. I'm going to be a little quiet in the group chat. That's become so normalized.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man.
0: Yeah, it's just, it's
1: just, absolutely.
0: It's just, um, it's one of those things that was good and bad at the same time. I guess, like most things in life.
1: Yeah." Good him at the same time, and we should just take the best things from it and try to go forward and obviously you yeah. have to be um we have to be sympathetic of the people who are empathetic for those who did this oh, was a absolutely. traumatic time and that we lost loved ones and everything and but i I don't have any problem saying that the pandemic kind of saved me <laughs> in a lot of ways
0: yeah, I like you're saying yeah it it's good well, yeah. One more time until the end of time. Do you know what time it is? I
1: think I do, man. It's time for the word of the day.
0: Word of the day is brought to us by Webster's Interdimensional Dictionary. Checking in. We're still here. This is a long bit. We live in a simulation. Yeah. Um, We really do. The word of the day is desolate. uh, Devoid of inhabitants and visitors. Joyless and sorrowful as if separated from a loved one, showing the effects of abandonment and neglect, parent, lifeless, devoid of warmth.
1: So the pandemic. That's insane, man. Uh, Word of the day. Word of the day
0: always proves we're in a simulation. Here's an example. In the final stretch of the long journey from Pyongyang to Moscow, a Russian diplomat, this is a really long example. It's like a paragraph a russian diplomat loads his family's possessions onto a wooden cart through the biting february cold the cart inches through the desolate north korean countryside as the diplomat pushes from behind to help the group of 8 reach the russian borders
1: that example is so extra but
0: it's very extra dude it's <laughs> unnecessary
1: but It could have just said, like... through
0: the biting February cold, the cart inches through the desolate North Korean countryside. But I right. appreciate the Pyongyang. Someone put some work into that. and I like yeah, that. His, their name was Gene H. Lee from the Wilson Quarterly, 3rd of March. Oh,
1: perfect. Thank you, Gene.
0: Next example, Julian Baker. As she's adding reverb to her guitar, strives to add chilling effects to her already desolate words. Not to make them feel more relatable, she wants them to sting. Thank you, Brie Offenberger from The Post in Athens, Ohio, 5th of April, 2021.
1: Hmm. Mm.
0: Well, yeah. Well, man. Here we go. All right, baby.
1: Have a good rest of your summer.
0: Have a good rest of your summer. All, All right. You. See you. Talk to you soon.
3: The intro to this podcast was the first song I ever made on my own that I fell in love with. And this song and others will be on my first studio record, Fresco Savage Presents, The Salty Batch. Out Out this fall. 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 Out this fall this fall out 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 this fall